Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to The Ace, Alex Cardinal Entertainment Network, with your host, the crazy Alex Cardinal, from Springfield, Massachusetts. You can expect the unexpected on The Ace Network. Now, on to today's show. You are listening to Aquatic Wetline Live from Ace Network. The Aquatic Wetline is the first and original aquarium-keeping podcast that specifically focuses on freshwater fish, and it will continue to focus on freshwater fish. The Aquatic Wetline will discuss everything freshwater from Oscar cichlids and other South and Central America cichlids to catfish, tetras, barbs, and more. Plus, we will also chat saltwater and reptiles. You can expect nothing but the best on Aquatic Wetline. Now let's dive deep into the fish tank and see what our fishy friends have to say tonight. Now, from Ace Network Studios, here is your host, the monster fish lover himself, Oscar Alex Cardinelli. The Aquatic Wetline is brought to you by Hikari Sales USA, School of Fish, Inc., Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish, and Blue View Aquatics. Don't forget to head to your local fish store or pet shop to pick up some Hikari products, such as our famous Hikari BioPure Frozen Foods, which include delicious treats such as bloodworms, mysis shrimp, brine shrimp, and more. If you live in Western Massachusetts, be sure to stop by School of Fish, Inc. and Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish for the finest quality in freshwater and saltwater livestock, fish tanks, and more. Now, let's get on with the podcast. Remember, you can download today's podcast via iTunes or by simply going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash aquaalex. Now, Aqua Alex, take it away. Not only is he a fish keeper, but he's also a wonderful friend 
of mine. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's my co-host for the Aquatic Wetline, Fish Keeper, Jeff. Jeff, how are you doing today, sir? And thank you for being here on the Aquatic Wetline as a co-host. I'm doing great. How are you doing, Alex? I'm doing phenomenal. I'm ready to talk. Ready to start talking about clown knives. Do you like clown knives, Jeff? Yeah, I like them. I actually have one right now. Nice, I do too. I'm actually thinking about getting a, a better, a bigger one. I bought a baby one. Um, it's not doing too well, so I'm thinking about getting a bigger one when my bigger tank comes in. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah. So, uh, listeners, you can go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two and call in and tell us what you guys think of the clown knife or go ahead and ask some clown knife questions. We'll be more than glad to answer your questions. So Fish Keeper, the show sitting live, go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two and Jeff and I would love to answer your clown knife questions. So don't be shy. Just go ahead and dial the number to call in. Again that's one three four seven 989-8142. So we are going to begin today's Clown Knife Show with a basic introduction to clown knives. Now, the clown knives have many common nicknames. These might include clown featherback, clown knife fish, or spotted knife fish. Their scientific name is Chitla or Netta, and is a nocturnal tropical fish with a long knife-like body. This knife fish is native to Cambodia, Laos, Thailand, and Vietnam. It is often seen in aquaculture and the aquarium trade where frequently confused with Chitla Chitla. The latter species is very rare in the aquarium trade. Despite its popularity, the clown knife reaches 1 meter, 3.3 feet in length outgrowing all but the largest aquarium. And yes, that's true. The clown knife gets really big, and we're going to discuss that tonight on the aquatic wetline. Now, the clown knife species, like I said, is native to Cambodia, Laos, Thailand, and Vietnam, where found in the Mekong, Chayo, Phara, and Meklong river basins. It has also been introduced to regions outside its native range, including Palm Beach County, Florida, United States. So you can actually go out there in Palm Beach County, Florida, and catch yourself a clown knife, which has been released. The clown knife has been released into the Palm Beach County, Florida rivers. What a shame. Now, the clown knife fish is very distinct with normally silvery gray with a long knife-like body, laterally compressed, and a long annual fin that gives these fish their common name. Mature fish normally have five to ten or even more black spots ringed with white that usually decrease in size as the fish grows. These oscillated spots and the lack of fate Stripes on the back separated from Chitla Chitla, a species it frequently has been confused with. Albinos and lecestic specimens are seen with some frequency in the aquarium trade. Now, the albino and lecestic clown knives have been increasing in popularity over the years. Now, my fish store has 
a couple of lithistic clown knives for sale as golden clown knives. Now, juvenile clown knives lack the spots but are overall striped. Their long annual fins are used to make graceful forward and backward movements. Now, the clown knife fish grows to a fairly large size, up to three feet, and they can weigh 11 pounds in the wild. It has two nasal tentacles above its large tooth mouth. In the center of the body is a flag-like dorsal fin and has no ventral fins. Most clown knife fish are affocated with cloudy eye color when they age. Now, their behavior in the aquarium is they are nocturnal and usually cruise during the twilight hours. They normally hunt live prey and will try any fish that fits into their mouth. Young clown knife fish usually school near water logs and plants for security, like you would see in your fish store selling young clown knives. They're going to see them schooling together, whereas more mature specimens usually become territorial and eventually become loners. These fish can also breathe air to survive in stagnant waters and little oxygen. The clown knife fish prefers water around neutral pH and temperature ranging from 75 degrees Fahrenheit to 85 degrees Fahrenheit. These fish are usually found in lakes, swamps, and river backwaters. In the aquarium, clown knife fish are sold as exotic fishes in pet stores and fish stores, but they grow much too large for the average home aquarium. These fish have periods of retreat, so aquariums which have caves, plants, or other hiding places are preferred. They are jumpers, so the lid should be kept tightly closed, and we'll discuss that later in the show. Dim lighting may help lessen jumping. For the first few days, clown knife fish are shy and are prone to hiding. As they grow larger, they tend to be quite the opposite. And we're going to talk about caring for the clown knife in just a few minutes here. But I want to talk about something that is very, very interesting and very unique. And that's the fact that uh, in their native countries, clown knives are used as food fish. The clown knife is commonly seen in the cuisine of Thailand and other Southeast Asian countries. In Thailand, when deep fried as kratum. It is served with a spicy dipping sauce on the side by, made by mashing up coriander roots, bird's eye chilies, and garlic, and mixing this with fish sauce, lime juice, and sugar. The clown knife is also the main fish used in the production of fish balls. So it's interesting to know that people are eating clown knives when us fish keepers keep them as pets. So that, I thought that was a little bit interesting to share with you. So that is the introduction to the fish we all like, us all monster fish lovers like the uh, clown knife. So, Jeff, are you ready to begin this great show? Yep. Okay, Awesome. So I got a question that I seen in a fish forum, if that's okay with you. Sure. Okay, this is from Big Fish Keeper. Hello, I'm picking up a 7 to 8 inch clown knife tomorrow for $12. I have a few questions. I will be adding him to my 150 gallon fish tank. My first question is, will he be alright to live with two lungfish, a 5 inch ornate biker, 3 inch 
thin dat three inch thin bar datnoid. Three yeah, three inch thin bar datnoid, four inch fire eel, seven inch tin foil barb, and a five inch ball of shark. And my second question is what should I feed him? Okay, awesome question. Now, in the 150-gallon aquarium, it already sounds like it's almost fully stocked. But, yes, I think a claw knife could do well with those following fish. However, I personally, if this person could, I would recommend upgrading to a 300-gallon aquarium because that tank already sounds almost fully stocked because the detonoids are going to get big. The lungfish are going to get huge. The tinfoil barbs are going to get big. The bell sharks are going to get big. And even the biker is going to get big. I don't think you can fit a claw knife in there fully grown. But temporarily, until you can get a 300-gallon aquarium, yes, a claw knife will do fine with your tank mates. Now, claw knives are generally a very peaceful monster fish. You're not going to go hunting down fish and killing large fish, but they will eat any little fish that are in the aquarium. So it is advised not to mix clown knives with anything smaller than the clown knife itself. Clown knives will do fine with fish bigger than the clown knife. Now, let's talk about the diet for clown knives. Clown knives aren't picky eaters by any means of the imagination. Clown knives are pretty much eat anything. Now, they are meat eaters, so it's best to provide them with a lot of meat. So, I like to recommend feeding market shrimp. I like to recommend feeding earthworms. I like to recommend feeding tilapia. I like to recommend feeding some good quality uh, carnivore pellets. I know Hakari has some awesome carnivore pellets. I know New Ice Brexham sometimes has some pretty good carnivore pellets, but I think the best place for carnivore pellets is Akari, and I've had clown knives out there that love the Akari uh, carnivore pellets. So I would feed clown knives plenty of protein and plenty of meat. Now, some clown knives are very picky when you first introduce them into your aquarium. Some clown knives have only been eating live their whole life, and... Um, I personally believe you can wean your clown knife off of live food. I have leaned many clown knives off of live food. I've kept a ton of clown knives, um, and I have had a lot of success weaning them off of live food. It is very tough um, to get a clown knife off of live food, but it can be done. Generally... Um, it's usually the baby clown knives that are really addicted to live food because I found that nine out of ten times when I bought a clown knife above six inches, it was used to eating pellets. So what I did I was, uh, is I would move away from feeder guppies and rosy reds away from the baby clown knife, and I would start feeding earthworms, and I would start feeding some live bloodworms and uh, live blackworms, and then... After a week or so of doing that, I'd get away from the live black worms and the live blood worms, and I'd get away from the uh, live earthworms, and I'd throw in some frozen blood worms, and believe it or not, that sucker ate blood worms, the frozen blood worms, like they're the live ones. Sooner or later, he would start eating pellets and stuff. So what I'm recommending to you is if you have a clown knife that is still eating live food, 
Um, after the first few days, I take rosy reds, toughies, and guppies out of the equation and then add in uh, live earthworms, live blackworms, and live bloodworms. And uh, after a few days, take those out of the equation and add in some bloodworms and then some uh, market shrimp and pellets. It worked for me all the time. Each and every time, it worked fine for me. So I hope it works for you, but I'm guaranteed that it probably will work for you because clown mice aren't really picky eaters. It's just upon when you acclimate them into your home aquarium because most fish stores are going to feed them guppies to make them look very active in the aquarium at their fish store. So that's a great question, Slash. Yeah, that's a great answer. And my next question for you is, what are some good tank mates that you would recommend for a clown knife? Another good question. Now, tank mates for clown knives is a very controversial issue because some people feel that a clown knife just gets too big to have tank mates. Um, but, yes, that is true. If you have a really huge tank, then a clown knife can have tank mates. Now, obviously, you cannot throw a clown knife into a community tank because a clown knife is going to eat all the tank mates. Um, they, need, they need to be kept with other larger fish. So some good tank mates for a clown knife would include pakus, oscars, arowanas, gars, stingrays, um, bikers, and other larger fish. Now, keep in mind, the clown knife gets really big, so you're going to really need a huge tank for a clown knife, but you can have tank mates with a clown knife as long as you have a big enough tank to provide for the clown knife and its tank mates. So that was a fantastic question, Jeff. Awesome. And what's the lowest minimum tank you would go for a clown knife for life? That's a, that's a tough question for me because clown knives can get up to three feet in length. So if I had to say the lowest tank size I would go for a clown knife, I would aim for a 220-gallon aquarium being the smallest for a clown knife because anything less than that, the clown knife is simply going to outgrow an aquarium. Now, a couple months ago, my local fish store, one of my sponsors, School of Fish, Inc., received a huge clown knife that was dropped off to me by someone who couldn't care for it anymore, and it was a very big three-foot clown knife, and I brought it into the fish store for store credit. Well, actually, my brother Jimmy brought it into the fish store for store credit, and they had him in a huge 125-gallon aquarium, but he was half the size of a 125. So for me, I'd say the minimum tank size for a clown knife would be a 220-gallon aquarium. Now, obviously, you can have them in a 75-gallon or 90-gallon and work your way up to a 220, but your best bet would be to buy a 220 from the get-go and not, worry, have, to, not have to worry about uh, keep upgrading because it's a lot of money to keep upgrading. So I'd like to recommend to all of our listeners out there, if you want to get a clown knife, go ahead and get a 220 first and then get a clown knife. Now, Anything bigger than a 220 will work fine for a clown knife, in my opinion. So that's a fantastic question because a lot of people are always asking me that question. They always say a 220 or bigger. And I know they're, I know that the clown knives are jumpers, so you want to explain a proper tank cover? Yes, a clown knife is 
are, are actually the clown knights are jumpers, and um, they do jump quite a lot. And the reason they jump is because it's their natural instinct in the wild that they jump out to catch some prey. Uh, but you can limit the jumping by having a very large lid, and I like to put a huge brick on top of my lid when I'm having a clown knife, or something really heavy that'll hold the lid down because when this fish gets big, it's very muscular. Now, I actually haven't had my clown knife jump out, knock on wood, because I've got one now, um, but I have seen clown knives jump out at fish stores. I've seen clown knives jump out just for the blue of jumping out, and I've seen my dad's huge clown knife jump out of his 150 before. That was not my personal clown knife, but that was my dad's clown knife. When they jump, it's usually at nighttime, so you might wake up in the morning and find your clown knife deceased. Um, and they jump at nighttime for God knows what reason. Um, but um, they do jump with their natural instincts. So I personally recommend having a very tight lid, covering up all corners of your fish tank. Put some books over the corners of your fish tank that your lid does not cover. Put some rocks on top of those books. Do that in every corner and make sure there is no way your claw knife could jump out. Um, I also do this for arowanas. I do this for fish like eels and bikers because those are known escape artists as well. So make sure you do that because you don't want to lose your clown knife overnight because it got to escape your fish tank. Um, one reason I found that they jump out, uh, I've heard this online, is because the water temperature is not to their liking, the pH is not to their liking, or there's something wrong with your water. So one thing you could do before you go to bed every night is check to make sure that the water is what it needs to be for clown knife, and that would be uh, 75 to 80 degrees Fahrenheit, a neutral pH of 6.7.4, and, of course, the ammonia at zero. And if your water levels are fine at night, then you make sure you cover your tank up very well and make sure there's nowhere for them to uh, jump out. And uh, they will jump out if they feel threatened. So if there is a fish that is chasing them around the tank, you might want to consider trading that fish in or homing that fish because the more that fish feels threatened, the more it's going to jump out. So always keep that in mind. Great question. And I've heard you never buy a clown knife under three inches because I'm not going to name any pet stores because I don't know, but some pet stores mark them as royal clown knives and you have to pay a lot more but when it gets bigger you find out you get a clown knife yes that's very 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 common in this aquarium hobby and i have had that happen to me a thousand times before and it really pisses me off that people do that to uh customers that fish stores are able to do that to customers i should have known better but I am naive, so I believe that I was getting a royal clown knife when, in fact, I was actually getting a regular clown knife. So your juvenile clown knife, your two-inch ones and your three-inch ones, are going to have a tons of stripes and spots, and they're going to look very similar to a royal clown knife, but they're not royal clown knives because royal clown knives look the same as a juvenile as they do as an adult. So... Um, these are regular clown knives. The ones that have a ton of stripes and no spots are regular clown knives. Now, some regular clown knives will have spots as well, but generally uh, mostly will have stripes that turn into spots. 
Now, one way you can tell that you have a true Royal Clown knife is the price. Um, Royal Clown knives aren't cheap. So it'd probably be like $25 for a two-inch clown knife. If your fish store selling them for $9.99 or $12.99, your chances are they're just a regular clown knife. Now, one way you can tell they are a regular clown knife is if you see spots starting to form, if you see those lines turning into circles, that's a regular clown knife. This is a very common trick that the aquarium shops do to these customers. They label baby clown knives as royal clown knives, and people believe that. Now, that brings us to my next topic I want to talk about, the different kinds of clown knives. You have your regular clown knife, you have your albino clown knife, you have your gold clown knife, which is a lecistic clown knife, and you have your royal clown knife. Those are all your forms of clown knives in the aquarium hobby, and all of them are very nice. I'd say the top three you're likely to find in your fish store right now would be the regular clown knife, the albino clown knife, and the golden lecistic clown knife. The royal clown knives are kind of hard to find, um, but if you do find one, I say get it because they're a very nice clown knife. And I have a picture of a royal clown knife in today's slideshow. If you're listening to the Blog Talk Radio episode, there's a picture of a clown knife right on this, a royal clown knife right on the slideshow, and that is um, a royal clown knife. It's the one with the sun catfish. That's a royal clown knife. There's also a picture of baby clown knives, baby regular um, clown knives, and those are the ones that are under blue lighting, and that is from my fish store, School of Fish, Inc., all right. The ones that are under the blue lighting are from School of Fish Inc. And those are just regular baby clown knives. Those are, are what baby clown knives look like. So I'm on the slideshow right now, and I'm going to move it towards that for you so I can try to describe what this baby clown knife looks like for you. So here we go. I'm just going past all of my Ace Network pictures. Where are you? Okay, so wait a minute. I'll discuss the uh, Royal Clown Knife. So I'm on the Royal Clown Knife picture right now, right next to the two sun cats, and you see it's got little circles, little teeny tiny circles that look like chicken pox, but they're black, and it also has, let's see, one, two, three, four stripes. So a Royal Clown Knife is going to have four stripes and a whole bunch of small circles, and that's a Royal Clown Knife. Now, for the baby Clown Knife, you're going to see one, Two, three, four, five, six, six stripes and some medium-sized um, circles. So that's how you tell the difference between a royal clown knife and a regular clown knife. And that's a very good question, Jeff. I'm glad you uh, brought that up, sir. Awesome. And another thing I heard is that clown knives, like during a power outage, can actually go up and get air from the surface. Yes, they can. They are very similar to the Paul spikers and the lungfish. They're actually in the same class, and they're in the same subfamily of those species. Now, they are air breathers, so if there's no, if there's no oxygen in the tank, they can go up and breathe air. Um, it's a very cool fact about these fish. Um, but obviously they are a fish, so you don't want to leave them without oxygen for too long, but they probably will be able to survive a power outage much longer than other fish would be able to. Awesome, and how about breeding the clown knife? Do you know any information on that? 
I don't, actually, because I've never been able to breed clown knife, and none of the people that I know who have kept fish and have kept clown knife, they've never been able to breed clown knife either, but I think it is very possible to breed clown knife. I guess no one has shared any secrets on breeding clown knife, but it probably would be really cool to breed clown knives in the hobby. Um, I think it would be interesting because you can make a lot of money off of uh, clown knife, but I do know that a lot of the clown knives in the aquarium hobby today are raised in fish farms down in Thailand, and uh, they are bred there. So we have to ask someone from Thailand how to breed a clown knife because they have huge fish farms full of clown knives for the aquarium hobby. Would you recommend clown knives for a beginner if they had a big enough tank? Well, if a beginner had a big enough tank, yes, I would recommend a clown knife. For a beginner, if a beginner had a 220-gallon aquarium, then I see no problem why a beginner could not have a clown knife. But here's the problem. Most beginners could not afford a 220-gallon aquarium. Heck, I'm going to admit it. I can no longer afford a 220-gallon aquarium. I can't even afford a 220-gallon aquarium. So how is uh, someone getting into the aquarium hobby going to be able to afford a 220-gallon aquarium? There are some people out there who might be interested in the aquarium hobby, and they might want a clown knife who actually can't afford a 220-gallon aquarium. But to those people, congratulations. But the general public is not going to be able to afford a 220-gallon aquarium. So if they were really interested in getting a clown knife, I'd personally recommend um, going to your fish store looking at them and researching them and saving your money up for a 220-gallon aquarium. I obviously think a lot of clown knives are sold, and they really do belong in a massive aquarium. They will do well in a 125-gallon for quite a while, but for their permanent home, I think a 220-gallon aquarium is fine for them. And these are meat-eating fish, so a beginner will need to recognize that these fish need plenty of meat and protein in their diet. And I don't think a lot of beginners recognize that fact. They think they would just feed them fish flakes or things of that nature. These fish would need a lot of food. So beginners, if you are interested in clown knives, I really recommend you do your research. I really recommend you do your research because then you're going to find out how big these clown knives get, and you're going to find out you need a really huge tank. Remember, folks, clown knives get in the three-feet range, and not too many fish keepers can take care of a fish that's three feet in length. So um, if you were interested in clown knife beginners, please do your research. Now, I heard that the clown knife get three feet in the wild, but I heard it's a little smaller than in the aquarium. Yeah, I've heard that, too. I've seen it, too. I know uh, a lot of the clown knives in the aquarium hobby are probably going to max out at around 24 inches, maybe 28 inches. Uh, but depending on the conditions, and if the conditions are right, and the clown knife is in a big enough tank in the aquarium hobby, it could reach 3 to 4 feet. But you're right, 24 to 28 inches is generally the full size of a clown knife in home aquariums. So you're right about that. I wish they'd stay about 12 to 16 inches. Oh, me too, because they're an awesome fish, and I do plan on having one short-term in my 125, but then I'll be giving it to someone that has a 300-gallon aquarium, so he's going to be going to a nice home. Um, I did wish, I do wish they stay a similar size to a black ghost knife, but, but fortunately they don't, which is a sad thing. 
Yeah, and what's a good price to pay for a clown knife, like in your area and stuff like that? Good question, Jeff. Now, it's going to depend on local availability and where you are in the United States or where you are in the world. But for a juvenile clown knife, ones that almost look like royal clown knives, uh, I'd say two to three inches, I'd expect to pay anywhere from $10 to about $13. For a four to six inch specimen, I would pay anywhere from $15 to $20. And from an eight inch specimen all the way to a 12 inch specimen, I would be willing to pay 25 to $50. And the larger specimens, depending on the store you go to, like 12 to 20 inches, can be anywhere from $50 to $220 or even less because sometimes larger monster fish are harder to rehome. And it may depend on um, if the fish store is willing to just to make a quick sale out of it or if they're looking for someone that has a monster-sized aquarium that can house a clown knife. So generally, clown knives aren't the most expensive fish on the market, but depending on your area and their local availability in your area, it's going to determine the price for your clown knives. So it's a very, it depends on your local area, but clown knives, the regular clown knives aren't rare whatsoever, so your local area should be able to bring them in for you. Now, albino clown knives are going to be a little bit more than the regular clown knives. I've seen two to three inch albino clown knives in my area for 20 bucks. I've seen four to six inch albino clown knives in my area for 40. And anything bigger than six inches would go for about 60 or 70 bucks in my area. And the royal clown knives are very expensive. Uh, I don't ever see them small. The only time I've seen royal clown knives is seven to eight inches in my area, and they usually go for about $100 at that size in my area. I'm not sure why royal clown knives are so expensive and why they don't come in juvenile states, but um, they are a very beautiful clown knife. I actually do enjoy the royal clown knife, and I'd love to find one for my 125, but they're very rare in my area. I bet somewhere else in the United States, royal clown knives are extremely popular and they are very available in other United States countries, or uh, excuse me, in other United States cities. But up here in Mass, they are very rare, at least in Western Mass, in in my experience. So, great question, Jeff. A thing that I've noticed about clown knives, and this could go for a lot of fish, is the gap between your lid and the filter. What I've noticed about the clown knife is that it splashes a lot of water when it goes up to the surface. So, you want to keep your power and stuff away from where the water is going to splash. Good point, Jess. You got an awesome point there, and it's definitely true because um, it could cause electrical electrical fires and damage to your aquarium. So that's a wonderful point. Okay, listeners, if you have any questions on the clown knife, please feel free to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. We'll be willing to answer your questions. That's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. So we're going to go ahead and take our first commercial break here on the Aquatic Wetline. And this commercial break is being sponsored by Akari Sales USA, who wants to remind all of you keeping a clown knife right now. They've got the perfect food for your clown knife, whether it be Massivore Delight or the Akari Cichlid Gold Pellets. They've got the perfect food for your clown knife. And for all the freshwater keepers in Western Mass, School of Fish Inc. has some wonderful clown knives. 
in stock right now, including a giant albino claw knife that's about six inches for $19.99 in their 125-gallon display tank right next to the bagging station. So go check out that beautiful claw knife at School of Fish Inc. tomorrow. And this commercial is also being sponsored by Itchaband Tropical Fish, who sometimes stock some clown knives on their online store. North Texas Holy Rock, who has some wonderful rocks for African cichlid aquariums. And our crayfish man, DMV Aquatics, who will have crayfish for your clown, clown knife's diet. Clown knives love to eat crayfish, so why not buy a crayfish for your clown knife's lunch or buy a crayfish to have as a pet? The MV Aquatics is the perfect place for a crayfish. And finally, this commercial break is being sponsored by the wonderful Facebook fish group, Freshwater Fish Freaks. So if you're on Facebook right now, go and check them out on Facebook, Freshwater Fish Freaks. And also, during this commercial break, we're going to hear a song called Free Falling. So enjoy the commercial break, and we'll be back with more Clown Knife Chat right here on Aquatic Wetline, live, exclusively, on Ace Network, hosted by Aqua Alice Cardinelli and Fishkeeper Jeff. Hikari offers a wide selection of aquatic diets to help you and your fishy friend find success. With more than 137 years of aquatic experience, Hikari was the originator of species-specific diets long before others thought it was important or trendy, and the first to bring unique products to fish keepers like algae wafers, the world's first diet specifically formulated for Picosinus, micropellets, the world's first micro-coated aquatic diet for tropical fish, Saki Ikari, the world's first probiotic-enhanced diet for koi, goldfish, cichlid, and now turtles, and Biopure, the world's cleanest and most nutrition-packed frozen and freeze-dried foods, industry trendsetters when they were first introduced. When you're looking for the best aquatic diets your hard-earned money can buy for your aquatic pets, look no further than Hikari. Your fish and your wallet will be forever grateful. School of Fish, Inc. offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best alive stock from freshwater to saltwater and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today. School of Fish, Inc. located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts. And we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Closed Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc. That's School of Fish, I-N-C on Facebook for exclusive deals, specials, and see what's new. It's your band, Tropical Fish. is proud to partner with the Aquatic Wetline online radio. It's your band, Tropical Fish, brings to you exotic and rare tropical fish shipped straight to your door. Stingrays, dat noise, peacock bass, arowanas, and much more. If you are into rare and exotic fish, we have the fish just for you. For more information, check out our website, itchabandtropical.com, and also check us out on Monster Fish Keepers, Itchaband Tropical Fish. North Texas Holy Rock, providing the world the finest Holy Rock, one rock at a time. Satisfaction guaranteed. 
Whether you're looking for a small single piece or 200 pounds to set up your first MB Una tank, North Texas Holy Rock can provide you what you need. You will not find a company that offers the same level of customer service or an owner who truly enjoys setting up your tank as if it were his own. North Texas Holy Rock also offers all related aquarium supplies and accessories. Find us on the web at ntholyrocks.com. That's N-T-H-O-L-E-Y-R-O-C-K.com. North Texas Holy Rock. DMV Aquatics is a proud sponsor of the Aquatic Wetline online radio show. After the show, stop by DMVAquatics.com where we offer top-of-the-line crayfish at rock-bottom prices. We also provide information and tools to help you become a crayfish king. Enjoy the rest of the show.
You are listening live to the Aquatic Wetline Radio Show, hosted by a fish keeper for fish keepers. What's swimming in the tank today? What tropical fish are we talking about today? Let's dive into the fish tank and find out. Feel free to call in at 347-989-8142 with any questions or comments about tropical fish or the topic for today. We'll see you right now here on the Aquatic Wetline. Enjoy the show. Tuned in live to the Aquatic Wetline. Don't be a scared little guppy and call in at 1-347-989-8142 for all your fish keeping needs. Tuned in live to the Aquatic Wetline. Don't be a scared little guppy and call in at 1-347-989-8142 for all your fish keeping needs. You are tuned in live to the Aquatic Wetline. Today, me and Alex are talking about the clown knife, so if you have any questions or want to talk about your clown knife, call in at one 347 989-8142. Awesome. Uh, thank you for bringing us back, Jeff. And your commercial sounds wonderful, by the way. So uh, thank you, Jeff, for making that great commercial for us. Oh, no problem. All right. Uh, so listeners, if you have any questions on clown knife or you want to talk about why you love the clown knife fish, simply just dial one three four seven nine eight nine. 8142. That's 1-347-989-8142. You guys know that we love callers here on the Aquatic Wetline, so come call into the one and the only original freshwater fish keeping podcast here on Blog Talk Radio. So we are talking about clown knives tonight on the Aquatic Wetline, and before commercial break, we basically gave you a huge overview on caring for the clown knife in home aquariums. Now, some basic points to take away about having a clown knife in an aquarium is that these suckers get really huge, so they are going to require a huge aquarium, like I said, 220 gallons at the minimum for a clown knife. Now, I failed to mention that these fish are going to need some superb filtration so i'd like to recommend over filtering your clown knife aquarium and it really is important that you over filter the heck out of your clown knife aquarium because they're going to eat some messy foods like pellets like earthworms and things like that and they're going to produce a lot of waste so like many monster fish it's very important to have plenty of filtration on your clown knife aquarium it's also important to note you cannot house clown knives with other clown knives because they are going to fight and one is going to kill the other one. So please do not house more than one clown knife together in the same aquarium. So I just wanted to point that out when we came back from commercial break. So you have any more questions, Jeff? Yes, Alex. Can you could you keep 
clown uh, clown knife with other types of knife fish? That's actually a question that has mixed answers because some people say you can't, but I say you can because when I had my 150-gallon aquarium many years ago, I was able to keep one clown knife with one black ghost knife and one African knife together. However, some people say it's very dangerous to mix knives together in an aquarium, but I think it can be done if you house uh, these fish in a tank that is big enough to house them and if there is plenty of hiding spaces for these fish to hide in. Because if there's only one cave for all these different kinds of knives to hide in, then the claw knife is going to get very territorial and start attacking these other knife fish. So if you really, really want to mix different knives together, I really recommend having multiple caves in your aquarium. That way, for example, your clown knife gets a hiding spot. That way, for example, your black ghost knife gets a hiding spot. And that way, for example, your African knife gets a hiding spot. And I think that uh, having several knives together in an aquarium is kind of cool. But keep in mind that clown knives can be territorial, and if there's only one cave in there, it's probably going to beat and harass those other knives, uh, other knives until they die or they're very stressed out. So I had it work because I had a big tank, a 150-gallon aquarium, and I had multiple rocks and caves in there for them to hide. So if you were going to house several knives together of different kinds, I personally recommend the 125-gallon and up and have plenty of hiding spaces. Now, would I recommend people getting clown knives? Um, certainly I would if you are a monster fish keeper and you had the options of getting a 220-gallon aquarium or bigger. Because really big. They get really big, but they're actually a pretty fun fish with a awesome personality. They'll start eating food from your hands, and they have some cool spots. They're a fish you're going to love. They're like a uh, wet dog in a sense, uh, but they do get pretty big. So I think people can keep clown knives in a home aquarium, but they're going to need a massive-sized aquarium in order to do so. So a great question. Now, there are plenty of other nice fish out there that a beginner could keep for life. These include things like the black ghost knife. These include things like the chocolate knife or the chocolate ghost knife. And uh, for sure, you can probably keep um, an African knife as well. We're going to do a show on the different kinds of knife fish, and hopefully next Wednesday we can talk about the black ghost knife fish because that's my next knife that I'm after. If I can't find a bigger clown knife, then I'm definitely going to be getting a black ghost knife for my 125, and I can keep a black ghost knife in a 125 for life. So that was a wonderful question, Jeff. Now what I'm going to say is I have a clown ghost right now, and I'm going to, I have a 125, but I'm going to get I'm going to take it back to the pet store. And what I would recommend is if you don't have a 220, don't get a clown knife. Because when you do get one in a 75 or something and they do get too big to outgrow that, that's a big fish. And it's going to be hard to rehome. And some pet stores don't have the tanks or space to rehome one. So then you're stuck with a 
three foot long fish and you're not going to know what to do with it. So if you have below 220, I would not. If you don't have a 220, I would not buy a clown knife. Definitely agree with you, and that and that brings you to some poor and uh, sad decisions to make. If you have a three foot fish, and let's say a 75 gallon tank, we all know a 75 gallon tank is only a four foot tank, and that brings you to some decisions that fish keepers should not do. And some people would probably release this clown knife into the rivers and the ponds and release a, release a non-native fish into native rivers. And I definitely do not recommend doing that. You don't want to release an aquarium fish into the pond. So if you are stuck with a clown knife because you did not listen to anyone's advice or you did not research a clown knife, your best option would be to euthanize the fish if a fish store or a museum or your local aquarium or your local zoo who has a fish that cannot take them then i would i would really recommend euthanizing the fish now there are many ways you can euthanize a fish but the most painless way in my opinion to euthanize a fish is to place the fish in a very large bag filled with a little bit of ice water and place the fish in the freezer and that is going to slowly but painlessly put the fish to sleep. All right. That is much better option than releasing the clown knife into the native rivers of where you live because the fish is non-native there. Let's take, for example, Florida. Um, one river in Florida is infested with clown knives and other monster fish because people went and released them into the waterways and... I know for a fact that a lot of people are going to start catching clown knife and other monster fish, and who is to blame? The irresponsible fish keepers who went out and dumped these things in the, in the rivers because they got too big for their home aquariums. It really is sad. So do yourself a favor. Like Jeff said, if you don't have a 220, don't get a clown knife. Um, and, and don't be like me because when I was a kid, I'd always say, I'm going to get a bigger tank. I'm going to upgrade a clown knife, so I'll buy it today. And then I never, ever got a 220, and they had to bring the fish back to the store. And I did that as a kid in the hobby. So make sure you have a 220 before you get a clown knife. And another thing is, like, if you're getting a clown knife and you know you're going to get a bigger tank, and let's say you're getting an Oscar, a clown knife, a Jack Dempsey, a fish that gets 12 inches or bigger, Beginners, don't go out and buy a 55-gallon tank. Spend a little more money and get the 75. Yeah, I think a 75-gallon is much better for a beginner tank than a 55-gallon because you get more width and it's a little bit bigger than a 55-gallon aquarium. So I do agree with you. I'd say a 75-gallon or a 90-gallon or a 125-gallon is the best beginner tank for someone who wants to get into big fish. Yeah, but if you're going four foot, get a 75 or above yes very well said 75 90 or 110 i think are the big four footers yeah and uh, i believe some of the 120s are four foot as well if i'm not mistaken i think they're very wide but they're four foot yeah my dream's having like a 11 foot tank or something Oh, nice. You could definitely have a couple of clown knives in here. <laughs> I'd fill it with Oscars. 
Yeah, me too. Me and you, me and you are the Oscar guys, but it's awesome to talk about monster fish that can live with Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, uh, listeners, go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two and ask us any clown clown knife questions or uh tell us what you guys think about the clown knife fish. It's really is an easy fish to care for. So I think we pretty much hit everything on the head. We talked about everything that requires that there is to require to know about clown knife. What do you think, Jeff? Yeah, I think we pretty much hit the nail on the head. Another thing I still wouldn't recommend feeders. Yeah, definitely not for a clown knife because clown knives are picky, as I mentioned earlier in the show. They pretty much, if you feed them feeders, they're going to get addicted to them like candy, like some kids would. So uh, if you do want to feed clown knife feeders, I'd say do it as a treat. Don't do it as an everyday meal because it does not have no benefits for your clown knife. Yeah, I agree with you there. So you did a fantastic job today, sir. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So we're going to go ahead and take our final commercial break of the evening. And this commercial break is being sponsored by Cheesecakes by Design, Jambox, Fightment Cancer Center, and our couple of other sponsors. And then we're also going to hear two songs during this commercial break. One of them is my co-host, Jeff's favorite song, Jump, which is uh, Jump Around, which is sung by House of Pain. And the other one is my personal favorite song called Arms Wide Open by Creed. So when we come back, we're going to end this show, and I'll make a couple of announcements that you guys want to hear. So stick around, folks. We're back with more after this final commercial break. Are you looking for something creamy, moist, and decadent in your life? Do you have a sweet tooth? Well, cheesecakes are the answer for you. Cheesecake by Design offers you a wide variety of cheesecakes and some wonderful flavors. At Cheesecake by Design, you will find a flavor just for you. Whatever it be, a red velvet cheesecake, a strawberry cheesecake, or a cookies and cream cheesecake. We have tons of flavors to fit your needs. We ship fresh cheesecakes all over the United States straight to your door. So next time you're hosting a party, family get-together, or a cookout, and you need dessert, order a delicious, moist, creamy cheesecake from Cheesecake by Design. Our cheesecakes are always homemade, and made with the freshest possible ingredients. Check out our website, and call 336-525-5120 with any questions, or to place an order. can be expensive and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be. Jambox will deliver the necessities right to your front door. Jambox is great for players of any age and all experience levels. Try new brands, new products, and get your jam on. Order a Jambox today at www.jamboxcanada.ca. 
The Seidman Cancer Center is committed to improving the health of our community and has developed a program called Eight Ways to Prevent Cancer. By making these eight simple lifestyle changes, you can help reduce your risk of getting cancer, maintain a healthy weight, exercise regularly, eat a healthy diet, don't smoke, drink alcohol in moderation, protect yourself from the sun and STDs, and get regular screening tests. Take control of your health. Visit the Seidman Cancer Center exhibit for more information. Seidman Cancer Center, national leaders in cancer. Here at Kimsell Federal Credit Union, we offer a free mobile banking app, no ATM fees, free online banking, and free bill pay, all for your convenience. Visit us online at www.kimsell.org. That's www.chemcel.org. Visit our local branch at 1901 South Highway 77 in Kingsville, Texas, or call us at 361-592-7767. Kimsell Federal Credit Union, we're here for you. Member NCUA. Discover Romanian business opportunities. Our TV show offers free information about domestic entrepreneurial environment, interviews, and more. Don't miss it. Do you enjoy listening to Ace Network? Do you want to know more about Ace Network? Then join our Facebook group called Ace Network Fan Group. In this group, you can post your thoughts on today's show. You can post your thoughts on anything aquarium-related, cooking-related, sports, WWE-related, anything PG-13. So the next time you're on Facebook, search for the Ace Network Fan Group. Click Join. You can also friend Alex Cardinelli on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at AlexCardinelli1. And don't forget, our show page is blogtalk.com forward slash Alex Card Network. And please enjoy our shows. Down. 
back here live on the Aquatic Wetline. And before Jeff and I wrap up this phenomenal show, I've got a couple of announcements that I would like to make for you guys here on the Aquatic Wetline. Now, the uh, first announcement I'm going to make is our last episode of the Aquatic Wetline for this week is going to be Sunday, April 19th, 2015, at 9 p.m. Eastern. As I welcome back, Blue View Aquatics owner Josh Rodriguez. Yes, I know it's been a while since Josh Rodriguez has been here on the Aquatic Wetline. And that is because the last time we had Josh Rodriguez on the show, I believe it was either October, November, or December of 2014. So this will be Josh Rodriguez's first appearance on East Network and the Aquatic Wetline in several months. So I uh, actually taped this show a couple months ago, but instead I am actually going to be interviewing him live on the ACE Network, so hopefully you'll be able to tune in live uh, this Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern. If not, I will uh, tape another show with him tomorrow at 2 p.m., because I know he's busy on Sunday. He's going to a, a reef show. But nonetheless, uh, this Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, Blue View Aquatics owner Josh Rodriguez will be back here on the Aquatic Wetline on ACE Network. And then Monday, April 20th, 2015, at 5 p.m. Eastern. Remember, the Aquatic Wetline is going to air 5 p.m. Eastern on Mondays. Um, we're going to have our second episode of Fish Keepers United on Ace Network. We uh, had fish, uh, freshwater fish freak owner um, Will Lane this past Monday. And next Monday, we're going to have a YouTuber, J.C. Fishman, on the Aquatic Wetline, Monday, April 20th, 2015, at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern. And uh, Wednesday, April 22nd, 2015, it's going to be an unknown show because I don't have a show set for, I don't have a topic set for that show, so I'll let Jeff pick that topic in just a moment. And then on Monday, April 27th, we're going to have our Fish Keepers Q&A live on the ACE Network. So that's our announcements for um, Aquatic Wetline. Now tomorrow, Thursday, April 16th, 2015, at 8 p.m. Eastern, the Ace Network is debuting a brand-new series with, with its own host. That's right. The Ace Network has syndicated with a fellow sports show, and the name of the sports show is the Mad Scientist Sports Lab with Nick Ficarelli. And Nick Ficarelli is going to be discussing sports and everything sports here on the Ace Network. So I'm very honored and happy to have a sports show here on the Ace Network. And I'm going to be able to have Thursdays off, except for tomorrow, because tomorrow I'm going to be live uh, introducing Nick Ficarelli to the Ace Network. And we'll learn a little bit about his show. And then he's going to play his first show tomorrow at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. So, Jeff, uh, what, what would you like to do next Wednesday? What topic do you want to talk about next Wednesday on the Aquatic Pet Line? Um, why don't we do uh, Fancy Pleco? Okay, yeah, we'll bring back the Fancy Pleco hour. We did one on the uh, Green Phantom Pleco, so let's see. What Pleco can we do for... Uh... Let's do the Vampire okay, we'll do Pleco. The, the... All right, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do the Vampire Pucko uh, next Wednesday right here on Aquatic Wetline. Hopefully you guys will stop by and join us for that show. So that's going to do it for us tonight on the Aquatic Wetline. And uh, thank you, Jeff, for being a great co-host. I love having you on the Aquatic Wetline and the Ace Network as a co-host. 
Yeah, no problem. I enjoy doing it, and thanks for having me. You're welcome. And today's episode of the Aquatic Pet Line was brought to you by Hakari Sales USA and School of Fish, Inc. So um, if you have some fish ranging from freshwater to saltwater, Hakari has the products for you. And if you live in Western Massachusetts, School of Fish, Inc. has the fish tanks and tropical fish and tropical fish equipment for you. For example, I just got a brand new, or I just special ordered a brand new 125 gallon aquarium that I will be getting on next week. So uh, thank you, uh, Kari Sales USA and School of Fish, Inc., for sponsoring today's episode of the Aquatic Wetline. Fish keepers, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Aquatic Wetline. May you and your clown life have a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Aquatic Wetline on Ace Network. If you enjoyed the show, please copy and paste it on your on your Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter so your friends can listen to the show. Have a great rest of your day, and thank you for listening to the Aquatic Wetline. Aqua Alex and Fishkeeper Jeff signing off. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Aquatic Wetline here on Ace Network. Oscar Alex and his tank mates at the Aquatic Wetline hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget the Aquatic Wetline airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Standard Time, and every other Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time exclusively here on the Ace Network. Fish Keepers, if you enjoyed the show, please copy and paste the URL to your Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus. Tank on, fish keepers. And Oscar Alex and the Aquatic Wetline swim away. The Aquatic Wetline is off the air. Good night, everybody. Today's podcast belongs to the Ace Network, Alex Cardinelli Entertainment Network. It may not be reused, redistributed without permission from Alex Cardinelli himself. This podcast was recorded live from the Springfield, Massachusetts studio and Ace Network.